Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. I keep thinking we need to, we need a, we need a, a proper podium. I have vision for one. I want it to be like part metal, but part like really fun, nice piece of wood. Maybe like so. I'm just put. I'm just put it out there. Who's gonna make it? So I just. Thank, thank, I got my mom, my dad here, Jimmy and Patty Edwards. Woo! I love them. Come on. Oh, man, I love this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well, good morning. How many of you guys here, this is your first time at church. You chose Father's Day to come. Awesome. Few people raise your, cool, from the back. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. Come on. I've heard that Father's Day is the most attended day of of church of the year. Um, Actually, I haven't heard that, but I want to start hearing that, all right? I want (laughs) to... I want that to be true. I loved, I, I was saying, our, we have a, a kind of a pre-service leaders meeting. I just, I just, I just felt like declaring that uh, every Sunday is the Father's Day. And, um, you know, I, th- I think if we can make every Sunday the Father's Day, and maybe every day that ends in Y, the Father's Day, um, that we might live really powerful lives. Amen, right? Come on. Um, your, your understanding of the Father is going to dictate everything of how you live your life how you see the Father. This is why I think what Chris said is that we're, we're seeing that there's a revolution of the goodness of God running through Orange County, awakening in Orange County. And, and we're, we get to be part of that. Um, and if there's, if there's one thing I would love to see in Orange County, it's an awakening to the understanding of how good God is. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that I'll go online just like researching stuff and, and looking for stuff. And I just... just just to reference in, in messages and as I own, in my own growth. And I'll see scriptures that they use to talk about the Father's heart over things. And like nine out of ten of those scriptures are disciplinary scriptures. <laughs> and it reminds me of like our view of the Father. It's showing me what the Father, what we see the Father as, as this disciplinary figure that's trying to keep us in line. And anyway, I, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, as I was thinking about this morning, um, two things. Uh, well, the first thing I was thinking of is how much I want to celebrate fathers today. And um, hey, let's just, let's start, let's just be real practical, guys. Whoever is a father, not, when, when I say this, I mean you actually have kids, okay? If you actually have a child, um, living or not, I want you to stand up because you have kids in heaven. Some of us have a lot of kids in heaven. Um, so stand up right now. If you're a father, go ahead and stand up. Don't be shy. And I just want to honor him. Just, just, just cheer for him. Just celebrate him. Come on. So you guys stay standing. Don't sit down. Now, if you really feel like God has told you that you're a father to people, whether you're 18 or 80, I want you to stand up now. If you're a father in heart, if you're a father in the spirit, you have, you've mentored people, you've poured into them. There's just something in you that says that, 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 you, that people look up to you, that you want to follow them. Come on, let's celebrate these guys too. Awesome. You guys, you guys can sit down. Listen, like... 
how we celebrate fathers is gonna, in some, in some way, is going to indicate how our fathers show up. See, imagine if, if we didn't talk about how powerful fathers were, and mothers too, but it's Father's Day, so you got your day. Uh, <laughs> come on, don't steal this from us. We go. <laughs> I almost feel like 364 days is Mother's Day, but, um, but may, maybe that's my own upgrade I need to get. <laughs> Jess says those are the kids' days, and we get two. <laughs> It, it, just, it struck me as I'm thinking about Father's Day and, you know, uh, how powerful it is to continually honor fathers in our lives. The father has put up this whole thing. And, and, and Joel, it says, I, and I will return the hearts of the father to the sons of the sons to the fathers. And the point of this, I really believe is, and he's talking about an end times revival. He's talking, in the end times, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and I will return the hearts of the fathers to the fathers of the sons. And, and what he's saying is that my church will center around fathers and it'll center around fathers and sons returning to each other. The, the family, the, the, the heart of God is family. And when I, when, I, when I think about our church and our community, one thing we want to just nail is, is family. We just want to get this thing because if we can get our family, if we can get the family in order, then I, I really believe that everything thrives. Everything thrives. Just like I said, if you can understand who the Father is, you get to thrive. You're going to thrive when you see who He is. Um, I don't know that I have a, a lot to share. Um, I don't know if I've ever said that before, but... Um, <laughs> um, where's my Bible? Did I get... Are you sitting on it? Sorry, guys. Here it is. I was so wrapped up in worship, I forgot to kind of prepare... My favorite song, um, they sang it. I have a lot of favorite songs. Is that song where it says, um, and all the earth will shout his name. I think any song where we get the shout, where we say we get to shout his name is my favorite song. Um, I don't need a lot of really good words in worship songs. Just give me the same line over and over again. It just messes me up. <laughs> Great are you, I'm just like, ah! <laughs> oh. I have this tension. I'm just going to let you into my life a little bit. I have this tension sometimes when, because I'm also a worshiper, as I think we all, we, we all are worshipers, and, and, and I love to worship, and I, I, I find there's songs I would rather sing than other songs. And sometimes when I sing in front, you know, for, for a community, for a I recognize that other songs are important too. But I just, my heart just gravitates towards all these songs of like, just want to look at you, Father. I just want to worship you. I'm not really that, I'm not that concerned in this moment right here, right now with what I'm going through. And, I, and I've just, I've just so, just, that's just what my heart just comes alive in. And yet, and yet I, I do love the, the, um, the other songs where we're like, I'm undone. Um, and, and they're just like, you know, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no. So there's songs that we talk about ourselves sometimes. There's songs where we're aware of what we're going through. And I, and I think I get, I get just as rocked sometimes by those songs. So I don't want to downplay that. 
But I think if I'm going to be real, those songs where I'm just like, great. I'm just like, yeah. You know where it's like, um, it's like, there's no one like you. There's no one. And I'm just like, yeah, there's no one like you, God. <laughs> Because when you're, when you're looking at the Father, when you're looking at God, it's like, it's like God looks back at you and, and, and it's almost like you start to see who you're called to be. But if I keep looking at my own circumstances, I'm, it's like I'm called to be that. And you're not your circumstances. You'll never be your circumstances. And so I... I I don't want to discount stuff because there's place for it all. But you, you got to understand that if you spend too much time in one thing, you, you might start resembling that circumstance. So spend more time looking at him. <laughs> I think every time I preach, I preach myself happy. Um, come on. Aren't you glad I don't preach myself angry up here? <laughs> Woo. Man. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Oh, man. Can I just honor you guys for letting me be me up here? You know, I've had a lot of fathers in my life. Um, I have a lot of fathers in my life. Um, people ask you, ask me, Jesse, who, who's your covering? <laughs> and uh, and I, I know what they mean. There's a, there's a, there, there, I know what they mean. And, uh, and I usually respond, my covering is all my fathers and, and, and mothers in my life and my, my friends that hold me accountable. But I, I have a lot of fathers in my life that I, I, I look at and I just honor and I revere and some of them I put them on pedestals incorrectly and so I need to like, I repent for that and just, and I realize God's my pedestal. And, but I, I have a lot of fathers and mothers that I really just hold valuable. Um, I, I could share names and it wouldn't matter. But just great men and women of God. And, I, and I've, you know, we can look at fathers in our lives and leaders in our lives. And I, we, can, we, can, we can think that that's who we need to become because you so connect with them. Right? You can, you can look at them and be like, that's who I want to be like, up there, or, or this father and his family, or this father at work, or whatever. And it's not hard for us to want to, want, to, want to look at something great and want to become that. And as I started looking at these great leaders, I started realizing who I could and couldn't be. And I started looking at the father, I'm like, oh, that's what it looks like to be a leader. And that's what it looks like to be a leader. I can't laugh as much, or I can't, I got to hold it together. <laughs> and there's a part of me that got kind of bummed out, because I, I don't know that I always hold it together well. But, you know, God took me to this really beautiful place where he started, he was speaking to me, and says, says, Jesse, you need to be you. You get, you need to have great fathers and mothers in your lives, in your life. <laughs> but you can't. You can't own them. You've got to own you. You've got to be who you're called to be. And I know Jesus, he talks about, uh, the Bible talks about that, that there's, there's many parts. There's the hand, there's the foot, there's the arm, there's the leg. And they're all, they're all built together to make the body. And, and I have many fathers that, are, that I'm nothing like them. But yet I, I, I've, I've felt so held and so cared for by them that I can tell you I am who I am because of them. So I just, I, 
there's something about fathers and mothers that when we have fathers and mothers in our lives, recognize their, their role. Their role is, well, some fathers, <laughs> some fathers, like I'll, I'll say, so I, 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 one, of my, one of my fathers is a guy named Bill Johnson. He's a great leader in a church called Bethel. And he's a father of my life. I, I've met him twice, maybe. I've, I, I, I had a... <laughs> I've had some funny interactions with him. Uh, uh, can I tell a quick story? <laughs> so he, he's a, he, just picture a really great leader. If you don't know who he is, picture just a great leader that's, that a lot of people really value. And I, I'm sitting in the front row of a meeting one time as I was, a, at, I was up in a ministry school. And, uh, and, he, and he said it, it was a special meeting that anybody could come to, but it wasn't a normal school day for our ministry school. And, he's, and he just said, you know, I, you know I, actually, I probably really need a coffee. And so I... I said, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a coffee. I'm in the front row and scared out of my mind because this is a great father. And, uh, and, uh, and um, I actually told him this, this, this story in, at dinner one time. Chris and I got to have dinner with him once. And, and I said, Bill, can I tell you the story one time that I had with you? And he says, yeah, sure. So I told him this story. And I said, so I'm, I'm sitting there in front of him and he says, okay, well, and he says, I'll buy it if you go get it. So I go to the, the cafe in the lobby and, and he told me what he wanted. And I go to the cafe excited out of my mind because I get to give this great man of my life a coffee and I can't wait. And they say, what would you like? I said, I'm, oh no. <laughs> I completely forgot. I completely forgot what he asked me to get him. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> my big moment and I am, I am failing. Oh, man, I'm letting this father of my life down. And <laughs> I'm like, am I even saved still? Like, oh, my God, I might have lost my salvation. <laughs> and I, I told him that, and he laughed. Um, but, but so I go, what, what does Bill usually get? <laughs> I thought that was pretty smart. And then he, and they're like, well, sometimes he gets this, and sometimes he gets this. I'm like, oh, no, I got a 50-50 chance. <laughs> Anyway, I, I got something. I think I, I think I got him a couple shots of espresso, and then I go give it to him. Hey, I'm just trembling, and it was like, "Oh Lord, let this be the one." <laughs> so I sit back down nervously, waiting for that first sip. <laughs> and he and he takes the first sip, and I, I, to this day, I don't know whether it was the right one or not. But he didn't make any any faces. Maybe it was just his kindness towards me. He's like. <laughs> Anyway, here, here's, you want to know how good, how much God loves me? He's preaching to us and he knocks the thing off the podium and it goes everywhere. <laughs> so, so somebody else offered to get him one. And I don't know what happened after that, but I was, I was saved. I was saved. <laughs> so that's... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, he, he loved that story when I, was, when I told it to him. But listen, I, I want to encourage everybody in here. On, if, if, I, if this is one thing you grab a hold of, find fathers and mothers in your life. Some fathers, some fathers you'll never meet. Some fathers, you just hear them on a podcast. Some fathers, some fathers, you, you just saw them speaking one time. Maybe there's a father that, you, that you're just around in, this, in the community that you've never actually met, but you just, you so see Tim Hargrove, and you're just like, man, I just, I see such a man of a father. I know, we pick on you a lot, Tim. It's just easy when he's, when he's just, he's just a great man of God, but. <laughs> some fathers are going to be like that. You just never get to meet them. 
And you just look at them and you just pull on that. On just, you just look at the things they do really well. Other fathers are going to be fathers where you go up to and you say, hey, can I get you coffee? Can I hang out with you a little bit? Some fathers you might actually have continual connection with. Heck, you might even have real fathers and spiritual fathers that you just have coffee with every now and then. I have a, there's a father of mine, Doug Healy, down in a Celebration Church. And I, I have coffee with him every two or three weeks. And sometimes we just hang out. Sometimes I ask him questions about difficult situations. Other times he asks me questions um, because we have a great value for each other. I want to encourage you, if you don't have any fathers in your life, start getting them. And you're like, well, Jesse, I don't know any fathers. I'm like, cool. Who are you listening to? Who are you talking to? If you, if you want, if you're worrying about who could be a father in your life, come find me. I'll, I'll direct you to the right person sometimes. And I'll just ask you, hey, what, what excites you? What are you going after right now? What's in your heart? That, that'll be powerful, okay? So it, it's not complicated. I don't want to create a culture where all the, all the, everybody's getting nervous about not having a father because you have a father. So when I say go get a father, it, go get an earthly father. Go get someone on earth that, that you're pulling on, that you're growing in, and, and the father has already called you his son and daughter. You know, in, in, in Matthew 3, um, I, I, was, I was really attracted to this, this scripture because I just, well, I'll, I'll read it. I'll start, and I'll get, really the verse I'm after is in verse, uh, I think it's 16, um, 17. But I'll read, the, I'll read it where it kind of starts. It says, then Jesus arrived um, from Galilee at the Jordan coming to John. So, so John the Baptist is baptizing people. This is the guy that was preparing the way for Jesus. And then, and then Jesus, Jesus comes on the scene with his, with his other disciples. And, and so Jesus arrived at, this, at, at, the, at the river, uh, at the Jordan, coming to John, John the Baptist, to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, <laughs> I have need to be baptized by you. And, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. So John baptizes Jesus. And after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. You think he was kind of like John and Jesus, the way I was with, with Bill, like, all right, Bill, I'll baptize you. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't, don't read into that. But, but, <laughs> but you got to wonder, like John, his, his, this, he sees him and this is the guy that he's been hearing about. That you got to believe the Father has been downloading stuff to John the Baptist for this moment. Because he knew it was coming. Because remember, before this, he says, he must in- there's one coming that must increase and I must decrease. And, and you got to remember, John wasn't saying that, j- that he wanted more of God, less of him. He was saying that his role in, in heralding the coming, the, he was a, John was a forerunner for Jesus coming on. John was preparing the way for his mentor to come on, for the Father to make his appearance. And so John was saying, I must decrease so that this guy might come and increase. So don't, God actually wants you to increase. Good fathers want their kids to increase. I'm always telling my kids, come on, you can do this. Like, I'm never saying, Reagan, you just need to decrease a little bit. Would you let me increase? (laughs) If we said it like that, we wouldn't have this weird theologies, would we? 
when you, when you have the right idea of who the Father is, these theologies kind of look silly. When the Father comes on the scene, he wants you to increase. Well, isn't he afraid all my bad stuff will increase? No. He's not afraid. Because the Father is so good at telling you about all your good stuff. Listen, he put Jesus in you, so he always had an excuse to tell you how righteous you are. He never has to worry about finding good stuff in you. He made you good, right? Okay. Okay, I'll keep reading. Uh, <laughs> getting happy up here. After, he, after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. <laughs> Why do you think they put immediately in there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm sometimes, he came up immediately. How come we didn't say he tarried underwater or something? Or he, he swam around a bit? Or I don't know. I, just, I just, just wonder about the Bible. So fun. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened. Wow. Just think about that, guys. This really happened. This really happened this way. This just really happened. John came, John was baptizing people. Jesus, the man, came up to him. He baptized him in the water. And he came back up and the heavens opened. Behold, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. Lighting must be like, <laughs> landed on him. <laughs> and behold, a voice out of the heavens said this. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Who do you think said that? I think it was the father, right? He's calling him his son, right? Like, this isn't a hard, right? Let's just get that. So the father is watching the stuff happen. And maybe he couldn't see good enough, so he parted the heavens, right? Like clouds get out of the way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why do the heavens need to open? Like, I don't get it. Sorry. This is what I think of when I read the word. I'm, I, I, I'm just curious about some of the stuff in there because I never used to be. But the more I, the more I get intentional with the father, I, I'm wondering these things. Why do the heavens have to open? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Why does God need the heavens to open? Why did Jesus? Um, so what was this whole thing about? Why did it even happen? Do you think Jesus knew the Father loved him? Do you think, do you think up on his birthday up or whatever? We don't know this is his birthday. <laughs> it's probably not his birthday. I don't know where I got that. But do you think on this special day, like Jesus was wondering if the Father was pleased with him? Do you think, this is really good. Do you think he wondered? You, here's what I think, guys. I, I, I think Jesus wasn't wondering anything about this. I think Jesus was baptized and there's a whole crowd of people standing and watching this. And I think Jesus was thinking, all these people around him, Father, don't know how pleased you are with them. And I think Jesus parted the heavens to get everybody's attention because they were just thinking this is one of many people that John is baptizing. But clearly, the father wanted them to get this. 
Darn air conditioning. All right, there we go. And so all this stuff starts happening. Jesus comes up, the dove comes and lands, and the heavens open to make a point. And God's point, the Father's point on this day is that my beloved son, everybody look, 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 my beloved son, I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased. Here's what I actually think happened. I actually think that God spoke this. Everybody heard it. And some people thought it was God. Some people thought it was their, their breakfast. Some, I think God spoke to everybody in this moment. I think, and, and if you don't believe that, at least, at the very least, I believe God was creating a precedent for how he fathers. The plan of God is to tell you how pleased he is with you. This is the role of fathers anywhere. This is the role of the father, of a father, of my father, any father, is to, is to, is to declare over their sons and daughters that I'm pleased with you. I am pleased with you. I am pleased with you. I am pleased with you. This isn't just my son. It's my beloved son. Everybody say this. I'm his beloved son or daughter. Just come on. I'm his beloved son. Come on, you start believe that. That'll mess you up. <laughs> It'll mess you up. <laughs> it gets in there. And, and it starts to create some, it starts to create some havoc with those lies. <laughs> Listen, every lie you're believing, it needs that. This is my, I'm his beloved son in whom he's well pleased. Yeah, I had a few other scriptures this morning, but I don't, I don't know I want to read them because I, I, think, I think this is the point. This is the point. And our community, when, when, when you, our, our community, we're, we're, we're going after this thing of gathering around family and gathering around mothers and fathers. And Matthew, I, I, not Matthew, it's, It's in 1 Corinthians 4, uh, 4.17, or 4, 4.15. It talks about, for you have many tutors and teachers, but you have not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. See, we don't gather around teachers and messages, and we don't gather around worship, and we don't gather, we gather around fathers, because we gather around the father. See, fathers create that place where people feel safe to be themselves. A father is never supposed to tell them who they're supposed to be. Hey, be like me, except the father. I think this is why when the, Jesus says, you, have, you call many people fathers, but call no man father because the father wants to be the head. He wants to be the one that you imitate. He wants to be the one that, look, that looks into your eyes and says, you are my beloved. And, and yes, I want to, there's a, there's, a, there's a space for a lot of our hearts are like, oh, I didn't grow up with a very good father. I, I, he, he, didn't, he didn't hit all my love languages. <laughs> he he, he might have done some really not fun things. You know what? As good as your father is, though, even if you had a good one, he's still not good enough. That's the point. 
Listen, as good as a father as you might have had, and I bet there's some really good fathers in here, he's still not good enough. He'll never be good enough. So the point isn't, do we have good fathers or bad fathers? The point is, who is the father? And I'm not trying to belittle the experiences we've had and the circumstances we grew up with, but you gotta, you gotta make that parallel that no father was ever good enough. And to be honest, nobody's ever said that. I've never heard that said. I hear that, I, I, I understand that, we, that fathers have created things in our hearts and our lives and mothers, and they just, they did their best. Everybody just say this, they did their best. They did their best. They went for it. They did their best. And everybody has different circumstances they grow up with that their best is. But listen, whether you had a good, a really good father or a really bad father, it doesn't matter. It matters because it matters to God because he loves your heart and he wants to create freedom and breakthrough in it. But the way he's going to do that isn't by reminding you about this stuff. The way he creates freedom and breakthrough in our hearts is by reminding you who he is. All inner healing will ever do is point you to the Father. So tonight, I want to point us to the Father. Tonight, today. We don't have a night service yet. (laughs) I want to point us to the Father. And I want to finish right now. And I, and I, there's something powerful. I don't fully understand how this stuff works, but Paul talks about the, the transferring of blessings through laying on of hands. And there's something powerful when we pray over people. And, and I, I really believe that God's going to do an incredible work of faith right now. And I just want to speak over everyone here as a father of the house. As an earthly father and, and a spiritual father to many. I want to speak over everyone here. And I don't care how good your father is. I don't care how not funny was it. The standard of love in your life is the father. And, he, and if we start hanging on good fathers, hoping they'll fulfill us, they won't. There's no earthly father that can fulfill you. Even if you find a really good one. And they're, they're valuable to have. But even they are going to fall short of the outrageous goodness of God. Did you get that? The outrageous goodness of the Father. Yeah. Yeah, so just close your eyes right now. I'm going to finish with this. I'm going to pray with you guys in a second. I'll call the prayer team up. Yeah, just close your eyes. I just, I, just want you to, I just want you to picture the Father in front of you if you want. Whatever you feel like God's doing in your heart right now. And I'm just going to pray over us. I'm going to speak a blessing over us. And I really believe that the Holy Spirit is going to create a, uh, is going to create a healing supernaturally into our hearts. And, and if, there's, if, if there doesn't need healing, He's going to create an upgrade. And He's going to create a connection point for you and the Father. So right now... As a father, I just want to speak to everybody here that you are a beloved son and daughter. You are loved. You are loved. You are beloved. I sacrificed the whole world for you. (laughs) I bankrupt heaven for you. I bet the whole thing 
on you because I see you as valuable. I am so well pleased with you. And I trust you. I trust you to go. I trust you to run. I trust you as my son and my daughter. I trust you to increase and not decrease. I trust you to grow and not decrease. I trust you to be great. I trust you to run after your dreams. I trust you to carry my name. I trust you to love well. I trust you to be a father. I trust you to be a mother. I trust you to be a son and a daughter. And I trust you to radically be loved by me, even when it hurts. I trust you that you're not going to run. And I trust you that you'll let me chase you every step of the way. And I want you to know I believe in you. I so believe in you. I have no plans to stop believing in you. And as a father, I want you to show up every day. I want you to wake up knowing my outrageous goodness is enough for today. (laughs) That my outrageous kindness will be enough to cancel everything that's ever happened in your life. That my goodness and my kindness is enough to destroy everything that has ever held you back. So just receive my goodness Receive my confidence in you. For my confidence in you will take you everywhere. And just let that just sink into your heart right now. Just let let him do the work right now. And I want to speak to all the fathers right now. I just want to pray over you because I want to honor and celebrate you fathers, whether you have kids or not. I want to celebrate you. And I want to say, fathers, show up. Come alive. Show up and be great. Be seen. Be pillars of strong, of strength. Be pillars of safety. For the father believes in you. And I want to say that whatever you're still working on, whatever you're still in process with is less important than what you carry right now. That if you're a father, that you're enough. And and I just want to say, fathers, you're enough. Fathers, you're enough. You're enough, you're enough, you're enough. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it. There's sons in this house and daughters in the house that might be better at you in some areas. And yet they radically need you to be enough. They need you to show up. They need you to hug people. They need you to hold them. They need you to look at them and smile at them. Fathers, show up. Just as the father says, be holy as I am holy. It's a declaration to show up. Don't try to show up. Just be you. Just be a father because fathers don't have to wake up and try to be a father. They just wake up being a father because they know they're a father. So I just want to bless every father in here that you are enough. Don't wait for someone to tell you you're enough. Don't even wait for kids to come around you telling you to father them. Just know you're a father and people see you as a father. I wish I could call you each out by name right now. You're beautiful. You're loved. You're beloved. I'm so thankful that you came today. I'm so thankful that you showed up today.
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hey, so everybody, just a- amen. Amen. I don't know how to end prayers. <laughs> My life is a bit of a prayer. It doesn't really end. Um. <laughs> hey, can we have all the fathers stand up again? Um, if you have kids, I want you to stand up. If you have kids, a living or not, I want you to stand up. I want to close this time out. I want everybody to gather around some of these fathers. And I want to, I want to spend some time, maybe the next five, ten minutes, whatever, whatever is in you. And I want to pray over them. So if you're around a father, stand up, get around them. Make, make sure every father has a few people around them. Hey, if you're a dad and this makes you uncomfortable, hallelujah. It's Father's Day. Be celebrated. You're worth celebrating. Here, here's a little instruction. You don't have to follow them to the T. It's just some structure. I want, you, I want you to declare over them what God says about them. I don't want you to teach them how to be a father. I don't want you to tell them what you think they should be. I want you to declare over them the, 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 the extreme kindness of the father. I want you to breathe, breathe bigger dreams into them, bring bigger vision. I want you to, I want you to speak the um, bigger and better visions and dreams over them. I want you to blast them where they get a little embarrassed by what you're saying into their lives. You guys got that? All right, let's get the house music on just, just kind of lightly, just in the background. When you're done, um, prayer team, come on up front. When you're done, we see this, and we'll, we'll pray for people afterwards. But go get them, guys. Just make these fathers just, this is their day. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church. 